As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Are you a diehard Saints football fan that likes to have fun? Then join the most fun Saints fan community, Saints Happy Hour. We'll ship you our booze bundle welcome kit today with four original Saints swag items not available in stores. You'll also get access to our live chat room where you can make new friends and talk Saints all day. Plus, get our daily podcast and be in the know on all Saints news as it happens. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We might need more than 15 minutes to get all the audio and video correct. It's chaos every single week. As Dave likes to say, it's like the first time ever. Every time. time. Um, gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Uh, how, are we, how are we doing tonight? Pretty good. Good. I'm drinking, uh, well, right now I'm in a condo and Destin with my my wife my wife my wife my kids are in Baton Rouge so we've got a place to ourselves for a couple of days as a couple and I am drinking a a beta strawberry wait a minute I, hang on hang on you're drinking your your kids are elsewhere it's just you and the wife in a condo on the beach the, somewhere yeah. and you're spending your time Talking to the three of us. That, that is correct. <laughs> make sure. I just, I just want to make sure the well, audience understands. I missed the, I missed the uh, podcast last week. Yeah, so your dad didn't weeks. know. I couldn't go. Two your dad made it. Nice of, nicer, Mister Juge. Jay. To stop in. Uh, I'm drinking a sea salt and lime. It's a Texas beer shiner. It's very nice. See, I was very embarrassed about drinking a straw beta, a beta, strawberry mm. beta. You should be. And I, I figured that I figured that Dave was gonna rip into me for that, but I was surprised that you kind of let it slide. I haven't. And then, and then, <laughs> and then I see Ralph drink a lime and something. So I was like, oh, thank God, I'm off the hook. Well, let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about for Ralph. Let's yeah. let's talk about Dave. Dave. Everybody in the chat room and everybody listens. But Dave has developed a name dropper addiction. Fetish. Yeah. He'll be like, he'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to play golf. I, I'm going to play golf with Mike Haas. I'm going to play golf with Triplett. I'm going to play golf with uh, with the Pope. He stopped in. Maybe I could ask him if he can be on the show. Like, Dave, who did you play golf with this weekend that's this sort eating. of semi-New Orleans famous? <laughs> This is uh, being over sensationalized for sure. First of all, uh, on this podcast, no. Yeah, I know. Uh, no. First of all, I'm drinking a real beer. I'm drinking a Dogfish Head 120 minute IPA. This is from Delaware. I think they make this once or twice a year. Um, As it, if one minute wasn't enough. It is an Imperial IPA, um, so you can actually age it. You can age it for years and years. This one is from September 2019, so it's almost a year old, but I, I bought it today. It was sitting on a shelf, and uh, this comes in anywhere between – it doesn't say on the bottle because it's different each time, but it's always going to be in between 15 to 20% ABV. Uh, nice. which is like uh, more than like a bottle of wine. Uh, and at, this is this is a little bit older. It's been aging. So it's it's actually kind of sweet, actually. It's got like a raisiny 
Andrew, you might actually, it might not be too hoppy for you at this point. It's aged, it's aged nicely, like a fine wine. Well, I don't know what's worse. You geeking out on IPAs like their Star Wars episodes yeah. or the, gl- the glasses that you drank them in. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. James uh, one day can come to us and be like, I'm drinking this beer out of the shoe. Well, some that of our looks list- like some that. Of our it looks appreciate it david looks like that it looks like that glass is ribbed for your pleasure it's ribbed for your pleasure motherfucker <laughs> um it's uh <laughs> it's a little retro futuristic i agree with you um but uh, as some of our listeners have uh, have pointed out it's like the official proper glassware to be drinking an ipa out of like it it's, looks it's, like it's, either... it's ripped for my pleasure actually it it's, looks it's like ripped, a... it's ripped for the beer's pleasure Really. It looks it's like something you either bought. Pleasure. It looks like something you either bought in a, at an adult bookstore, or you got it at a ride <laughs> on Disney, or you got it at a ride at Disney World, um, for like the Alien ride or um, the Harry Potter right. World. Harry yeah. Potter right, World. Right. That's where I got yeah. it. Harry Potter World. Yeah. <laughs> it's a goblet. That's it. It's a goblet yeah. of fire. <laughs> um, no, but actually, but I did play golf this weekend again. So that's two weekends in a row. I played last weekend. I shot an 83 at City Park, Bayou Oaks. It was the best round of my life. And then I played this weekend on vacation with some family friends who I love. And uh, I shot an 82. How'd you, do uh, on the, how'd you do on the back nine, though? I shot a 39 on the back nine. That's the first time I've ever broken 40 uh, on any nine. All right, so 82 on the front nine, 39 on the back. No, nine. no, 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 no. No, I shot 43 on the front on the front <laughs> nine. Uh, I played. I played out of my mind. Uh, I've been. I've had the opportunity to play a lot of golf recently. I played a lot when I was a kid. I grew up on a golf course practically, and. Uh, I, now that I've gotten to play again, were you better I'm when like, you had hair? I'm really good. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Were you better at golf when you had hair? Um, I was pretty good when I was like, you know, 13, 14, when I really got bit by the bug and, you know, played every day at our at our. Dave country. is more aerodynamic now, though. Yeah. I Here's a, Dave yet. can judge the wind better. <laughs> you know. <laughs> wait, wait to... hang on. Can I can I do my uh? Yeah, go here? ahead. So I dug I dug this beer out of the back of my fridge. It's a four loco. It is an Elysian Day Glow IPA. Elysian. 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 That's yeah. full. Sorry. Ralph. That's they're full from Ralph. Uh, I've been out of New Orleans for so long I forgot how to say that. They're from the I'm Pacific. I'm gonna try and find out what the what the alcohol by volume is. They're from the <laughs> Pacific Northwest, I believe. They're I brewery got, from the Pacific. I gotta say, Juge, the whole thing is out of kilter because the Saints should be reporting for camp. We probably should have had like a rookie practice by now, but now they're not going to practice till like the middle of August. Like we're out of steam, man. The Saints need to give us, they need to give us breaking news. They need to give us something because we are out of lists. We're out of rankings. We're out of camp position previews. We're out of everything. It's just going to be jokes and nonsense for most of this podcast for like the next two weeks. By the way, buy, buy your booze bundle. It's amazing. You get a player card. They're shipping out August 1st. Do it. Sign up. My wife. And my wife will get you the box out. So I, I got I to gotta say the Discord channel, if rocking. you're a page, patron, you got to get in the Discord channel. My favorite channel in there is that <laughs> booze happy hour talk. Everyone is taking pictures I of what they're drinking. Yeah, you I did. created that. You did. And uh, I'm just seeing amazing <laughs> pictures of all these cans. Most of them are IPAs, which makes me want to puke. But in general, uh, I've really enjoyed looking at the can designs, seeing what everyone's drinking. And that's been a really fun like social thing during this virtual uh, time period that we live in. So you I don't know. I, I've really enjoyed it. You heard it, everybody. Juge wants you to share photos of your cans, so go ahead and do that. <laughs> that that's send, correct. Send here's, nudes. I mean, not to be all Brett Favre about things, but that's what I'd like <laughs> you to do. You know, there was NFL news, big news actually yesterday, which got me to thinking a little bit about the Saints and something to discuss is the Jets – traded Jamal Adams to Seattle for two first-round picks, and he's a safety, and I don't care if he's Ed Reed at his peak. 
Dave, I ain't giving up two first-round picks for a safety. I know Seattle, they're going to be decent. It might be lower first-round picks, but two first-round picks is two first-round picks. So it got me to thinking. Like, right, but would you who, take two first-round picks? Yes. Yeah, who on the, <laughs> who on the Saints roster? If a team offered you two first-round picks, four, would you say no? I think that list is really freaking short. Um, I mean, Michael Thomas, I wouldn't because they paid him, and that would be a definite no because you, you get the two first-round picks, but you got to replace Michael Thomas he's, and you he's take him the only one. He's the only one that would qualify for this answer. There's nobody else on the roster Ooh, that even know. qualifies to be the answer here. Well, you get it. Let's get into it. Andrew, do you think anybody that's it. you that's it. you it's leave Michael Thomas or nobody? You leave Thomas Morstead alone, damn it! <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, I mean, that's it. I mean, it's it's Michael Thomas or it's no, or, you know. Come on. What about Sean Payton? Oh God, no way! More, way more than two first round picks. You Kevin. gotta, you gotta go. F- fuck mini Ditka. You gotta go <laughs> full Ditka uh, if you want uh, Payton. I want I want your my I want another team's entire draft class in addition to my current draft class. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. No, I don't want to. I want multiple number one picks. Kevin, is there anybody besides Michael Thomas that if that you, if somebody came along and said, hey, you're his two firsts, you wouldn't do it. And you, of course, are the captain of trade down and acquiring more picks. So I want your perspective on this because you would trade anybody for picks probably. Uh, if it's Mike Thomas, here's the thing. I, I, I am all about acquiring picks. So <laughs> two first rounds, it depends on which team is offering the two first rounds. If it's a team that I know is going to be shit or, or if it's a team that's shit and has a high first-round pick right off the bat, and I don't think the addition of Tom, of Mike Thomas is going to make make them an immediate playoff contender, I would consider it. If you told me, okay, we'll work out a package where it's like a one and a three this year and a two and a six the next year, some shit like that, you'd be you'd be more apt to get me to to sign on to that than just saying two first-round picks. Give me multiple picks <laughs> spread multiple over picks. more than one year, and I'm listening to anybody. I'm listening to anybody on anything. No he, one is safe. Yeah, here's the thing I don't like about you saying two first-round picks or two first-round picks, Ralph. Yeah. When it's, when it's coming from Seattle, to me that's very different than two first-round picks from other teams. And on some on some level, you cannot assume the future. And, you know, Russell Wilson goes down, whatever. Guys get injured. The coronavirus hits the Seahawks, and they go 4-12, and and all of a sudden that first-round pick the Jets traded guy got from the Seahawks turns out to be amazing. But in general, when you have a defensive-minded coach like Pete Carroll, who has a long history of being pretty successful on that side of the ball, and you have a franchise quarterback like Russell Wilson – who, unless he gets injured, you can assume every year is going to give you elite quarterback play. We we've done this dance. We know the floor is seven and nine when your defense is the worst in NFL history. When you have an elite quarterback, the floor is seven and nine. They're not going to have a defense like that with Pete Carroll. So the floor for Seattle is probably more like nine and seven. And so the thing is, like two first round picks from Seattle. It's different from two first-round picks from the Bengals or the Dolphins or the Jets or I mean, I, plenty of teams. But you get my point here. Yeah. And I just think the bottom line is, who are these two first-round picks coming from? Because if you're Seattle, you're probably giving a pick that's like somewhere between 
in any given year, as bad as 32 and as good as, I don't know, 24, like that's the range, 24 to 32. And that's, those are the picks the Jets are going to get over the next two years. And you know, for not. Jamal I mean, Adams, Seattle that, that's, could still, fall. that's still a good return. But my point here is like, all first-round picks are not created equal, and when you get them from a good franchise like that, it's not as good as it seems. Yeah, but still, if you've got a, if you have a fucking general manager who's worth a goddamn, you know, <laughs> you could trade some of those first-round picks, turn them into each one into two second-round picks or whatever, and you know, you're gonna get, you know, reasonably priced but still good quality players, second round, third round, like that's where good teams and franchises are built in those middle rounds. So, I mean, like if, 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 if it's, if, if the, if this trade, the Jamal, you know, if that's, if it's just one small piece of, uh, you know, a bigger picture, then, uh, you know, it's potentially genius, but it's the jets. I don't know whether that's actually well, Loomis, by the way, as much as we give Loomis shit for his trading up and just his insanity in the draft, he has never pulled a stunt like this. He, I mean, has he, Ralph? I can't no. think of a time. No. I can't he, think of a time he held the, has pulled a stunt like this. He held and here's the, the thing. Like, if you're going to pay out the nose to get a difference maker, you can do that in free agency. And that's the thing. Like, the Seahawks are still going to have to pay Jamal Adams. That's They're going to the have thing. to pay out the nose on top of the draft well, picks. Well, here's the and thing so with Loomis. My, my feeling here is just like, if you're going to pay out the nose, do it in free agency. Well, and Loomis th- did do that with Jairus Bird. He, he did, did. <laughs> but but I will say this. You know, Kevin, for all the, the grief, as, as you're the president of the Trade Down uh, Association, and I'm vice president, we've wanted it and we've begged for it. I will give credit Loomis for this. In 2017, Andrew, he held the fucking line when we were like, sign Malcolm Butler, do it, give – do the trade with New England. Sign him. They need a corner fucking desperately. He held the line and didn't give in because he was like, the 2017 draft is amazing. I'm not giving you a top 100 pick for Malcolm Butler. And he held the line when if he'd have done Malcolm Butler, like we'd have been, if he'd have given him 32 back or he'd have given him a second round pick or whatever, we'd have been like, that's cool. We need a corner. But he held the line. Now, I know it worked out for him because they got loud. I'm shocked that Dave didn't just sing "Hold the Line." Love isn't always on time. Karaoke just now. I am. It's like what you're, a missed you're, opportunity, you're, Dave. Jesus, you're, you're slipping. I mean, that was just, that was a I'm softball. Game. Here's a I'm fun. Sorry. Here's I'm a sorry. fun question for the chat. For the chat room. No, by the, the chat room people. I forgot to. I'm send getting out, a beer. I forgot to send out the tweet for. Uh, the mailbag, the questions to end of the show to play as we play, uh, take it to the top. So send your questions in the chat room. We'll use those as well as the tweet that I just Oh, yeah. Sent. Come so on. We need, we, need, we need a lot of questions. We need a lot that of questions we can, so we can play that way the whole we can song. Keep, we can, yeah, we can keep playing the song over and over on a loop. But but here's my, here's my We're question. We're going to take it to the top. <laughs> here's my question. Ram check. The Saints haven't paid him yet. If a team came to the Saints... And they said, we'll give you two first for Ramchek. And it, and look, you say, hey, it's ridiculous. No team would do that. The Texans did it last year for Laramie Tunsil. So a team could be fucking desperate, and okay, they could do the it. Texans, oh, wow, okay. Andrew's stepping up to Patron. He's showing us he's, he's graduating <laughs> to Patron. Um, he's a big boy now. <laughs> yeah, the, the, Texans, the Texans did do that, but the Texans are also the Texans. Stupid. They're and, stupid. And... Uh, you know they're not necessarily the standard bearers in the in the NFL, so I do not think somebody would give up two firsts for Ram checks. If they if they would, uh, yes. And 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 against Andrew's point, uh, it Dave, we got what breaking news. We got breaking news. Andrew's father is reporting from his house that his dog is still alive. Uh, it's chewed up my gym shorts, and I went to Whole Foods. Can I get uh, – now, wait a minute. Now, that's not the full report. I need a uh, – I need an update on the IPA refrigerator situation. I need to know how heavily stocked Andrew's home refrigerator is with gross, disgusting IPAs greeting him upon his oh, arrival. Oh, so you, so you admit then. You do admit that they are gross and disgusting. Uh, to you, <laughs> to you they are, and well, that's and, what and apparently most. Andrew's dog is shit. because they're <laughs> shitting all over your house. So that I mean, 
Mr. Juge, give us the details on that. Like, how many rooms has the dog taken a dump in? Are you are you gonna leave it there? Are you gonna put a little uh, like a bounty over it so it'll be like a tent when Andrew gets back? Like a chalk outline, like yeah, a like a chalk committed. outline of it. I kind of have a love hate relationship with my dog, so if my dad were to <laughs> feed my dog a little bit of IPA, I'm, I might be okay with that. I got I gotta say, so far in this <laughs> podcast, Kevin, they want to bring him to camp. Yeah, I, like I was gonna say, Kevin earmuffs. <laughs> He's the star. The, the, An animal cruelty, Kevin earmuffs. No, I was gonna say, uh, Andrew's dog's the star of the day for the podcast so far. <laughs> All right, what do you do? Shit, other it. podcasts won't bring him on for the Saints Happy Hour. He's the star of the day. Stowers, Stowers, <laughs> shit, Stowers. It makes me almost want to vomit. Oh God! Your uh, dad says your dad says he got a full case of IPAs. I want to know what kind of IPAs. <laughs> but it, it, who was a who would a Saint, who's a Saints player that? Would drink would, IPAs. And would drink I would drink IPAs. Then you'd be like, trade their ass for two sevenths. I'm done with you. You're dead to me. But who's the Saints player? And, and and I'll start so you guys can think about it. That you would trade for two first round picks for this year, but you would really, really, you'd feel like you had to do it, but you would really feel bad about it. And I'm gonna tell you, I would do it for Ramchek. And I know the Saints are trying to win a Super Bowl, but to me, if you could get two first-round picks before you pay him, I think you'd have to do it, especially if you got it from a team that you, like Kevin said and, and Andrew said, felt like they were going to be bad and you felt like you were probably going to get at least like in the 10 to 14 range for it. I would do it. Yeah, in can't be the Patriots. And I know Tom Brady's gone, but I, I don't want Patriots picks. I just don't. I mean, but like, it's got to be a different team. Like if, like to me, like if if Cleveland, who was desperate for offensive linemen, if they came wanting Ramcheck, and they offered me two number ones, I would do it. If the if the Raiders, Cleveland has talent though. Cleveland's trending up. What about the Raiders? Like if the Raiders said they wanted Ramcheck for two firsts, I mean, I I would hate it, but I feel like I'd have to do it. Like it's too good a deal. Because you're gonna have to pay Ramcheck a hundred million dollars next year. And you have yeah, to. I mean the Ra the Raiders are in a division with KC, so on on some level you feel like there's a barrier there that they can't get first place in the division. So best case, if they get past the Chargers, and who else is in that division? God, what's wrong with me? The the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, and Kansas City. Broncos, yeah. Florida Sun is melting. I don't your know. Brain. For the, I I I might want the Broncos to for a section <laughs> but but uh but uh yeah it depends on the team again it's kind of like Seattle like but to, anyway the answer to your question for me is probably Cam Jordan if you offer me two for, uh see thing is giving up Cam Jordan right now would wreck the Saints defensive line I don't know that I'd be down for that who's gonna brush the passer without yeah. Cam Jordan yeah Sox, yeah, okay. Sign okay. Clowney, Nobody. trade Cam Jordan. You have no defensive right. line presence. <laughs> Would you do it? Okay, so I, I don't know that I pull the trigger with Cam Jordan. Would you do it for Demario Davis or Lattimore? Either of those. Both of them. Yeah, I would. Man. I, would. Yeah, I think Demario Davis is the one where if you offered me two firsts, I would go ahead and do it. And it would make me absolutely sick to my stomach. I would do it. I mean, he's over thirty. Yeah, like right, how much right. time? How much? He's, he's got like two, three years left. And but I wouldn't. The, but that's the one that just. And I wouldn't have the heart to tell him know? in person. I wouldn't have the heart to tell him in person that we traded to him to a shitty, shitty team. Uh, oh no! You you <laughs> send the groundskeeper. You send you, the... you tell him you're cutting him so he has a chance to pick his own team, and then you trade him, and then you get besmirched by his wife, wife on social media. You get the <laughs> you go you get the you go the full Derek Sproles experience there. So. Dave, Kevin, is there anybody that you that if they came along and off somebody offered you two first, you'd you'd do it, but you'd hate it? No, I need the Jeopardy theme. Y'all are stumped. Is Dave muted? 
Yeah, Dave's muted himself. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not muted. I just I was going to give you an opportunity to answer, Kevin. Well, I already said with Michael. I already said with Michael Thomas. I need multiple picks spread out. Would you rather four seconds or two firsts, Kevin? Give me the four seconds. <laughs> that was a dumb question by me. It was. Re- it really was. I you didn't know. even hesitate on that. I know. That is f***ing stupid. Wake up. Thank you, Jim. I'll um, tell you what, the Saints gave up two firsts for Davenport, and if you offered me two firsts for Davenport right now, you could be the f- freaking Chiefs, and I would take it. Right. <laughs> Not high on the Davenport breakout year. Davenport, he's the defensive end of the future, and he always will be. He's he's, he's always a year away from the breakout season. Um, Here's, a, here's an interesting thing that I got to thinking about. Um. I'm watching golf on TV right now. I'm, 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 I'm on the golf channel here. Man, and I'm you noticing... guys thought I was annoying about tennis, man. That's just Dave is now. Yeah, I know. It's going to yeah, be noticing... fun. Well, it's, it's live. I mean, it's not live. It was played earlier today. But, I mean, like, it's real. It's a real sport that's actually happening. I was watching the Mets game earlier today. but um... golf, golf, is not a, golf is not a sport. Golf is well, not a sport. Okay, well, it is. But, anyway, um, I just, like. There's a lot of um, hearing aid commercials, like a lot of like hearing assistance and metal uh, commercials. So what does that say about um, me and the people that are watching the Golf Channel here? You're old and deaf. That's what it's. I well, can't you, hear you. What? 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 You, you've you've already lost your hair, Dave. You're like I've hearing, seen like your hearing multiple, is next. Multiple different brands and companies of hearing devices. What about reverse mortgages? Are you seeing Tom Selleck hawk a reverse mortgage? <laughs> Hi, I'm that actor from Hunt for Red October. I became a senator in Tennessee. I'm here to tell you about reverse mortgages. Oh, poor Fred Tom. Dave, when you see the I'm falling and I can't get up commercial, that's when it's time to change the channel. (laughs) Oh, no. They retired her. Instead, it's the walk-in tub. Oh, right, right. (laughs) By the way, the guy that won this tournament today uh, is a Tulane alum. He, He played for Tulane for two years until Hurricane Katrina, apparently. Oh, good. All that's right. Enough. Sounds like hella competition. Michael Thompson. That's a hell. That's a. Uh, that's enough Tulane talk. Well, he's right. not playing against an eighty-year-old woman, so I would say that's saying something. <laughs> no. No. So that's not saying something. Fifty. Fifty. Are you in the? Are you in the top hundred in Charlottesville, Juge? Uh, yeah. Let's let's look up my ranking, actually. So. <laughs> I should be a segment on the show. Where does Juge rank? It's about to be right now, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah. So if you look at nom- US people in the chat room, nominate theme music. Uh, so here, while while Juge looks up his ranking, Dave, I vote Benny Hill theme music. <laughs> here's my question. Um, you know, with uh, with COVID, look, the players and the owners have have worked out all the agreement. They have one last last thing to do, and they they think they've got it locked in. Where the ca- the salary cap is going to go from 198 million in 2021 to 160 million, which was originally going to be the salary floor, and they're going to like smooth out all the losses from this year over like a five six year period because obviously they're 30 percent less. Um, revenue, so you got the salary cap goes down. But my question is, we always joke that Loomis, it's Loomis math, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. But 30, 30 to forty million dollars in cap space, Dave, less. That's a lot of that's a lot of different reduced cap space room. Are you? More I mean, but worse. isn't every team in that same situation? I mean, yeah, but I, every I mean, team doesn't have the twenty seventeen draft coming up to get paid. Like the no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right, but um, and I guess that that part of it of it is unfortunate. But I mean, everybody's going to have a lesson cap, so everybody's going to have to deal with it in their own way. Everybody everybody may have their own problems, you know. Even if they didn't draft well in 2017, they could still potentially have uh, a lot of contracts coming up in that you know this year. Um, thirty one. Thirty one. What? Wow. Out of what? Uh, oh, that's out, of ten, his out of how many? Yeah, I'm 31 in Charlottesville out of 200 and 326 wow. men. 
in well, Charlottesville. Just just Charlottesville, Virginia. I mean, I've I've been top ten on this list before, but um, I've I've gotten a little older. Well, we all we're all getting older. They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I haven't had a chance to get my ranking points up because fucking COVID. You know. That is idiotic. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Here's my other question, Kevin, and and with with the I was thinking of this. With the Rona, right? Dave mentioned the salary cap and and you know, they may have hard times, but the other thing that I thought about was with the Rona and that they have this long list of like where players, they can't go to clubs, they can't go out, they can't do this, they can't do that. I was thinking, how many teams like the Saints are going to use that as an excuse to just shut the media completely fucking out like they've dreamed of doing their entire lives? Like, Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis. Go green with solar panels or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. 
But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. This is Bill Belichick and Sean Payton's dream. They just get to shut the media completely out and use the Rona as an excuse. How many weeks are we going to be before the media is complaining that access has been completely turned off? The media is going to complain anyway, but I can absolutely... (laughs) Here's the thing. I can see the league, the legal mandate, uh, Zoom or Skype... uh, news conferences or some horse shit like that, and it'll be recorded and broadcast out like that, or the reporters will have to send questions in advance so there won't be follow-ups. They'll send questions in advance. The coaches will answer them. They'll be recorded, and then the news will be posted and put out so that way everybody has access to it. But that's about it. They'll give the media something it just won't be it just won't be enough but of course the media will take it because they're happy lapdogs to carry the uh, to carry water for the league and 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 they'll get you know ESPN Fox they'll still get the exclusive sit downs and the one on ones and what have you but the local guys the, the local guys will get the local guys will get less and less it won't be you know, a, a, a harsh break. It'll just be a gradual reduction <laughs> in their access. And they won't complain. They won't complain because, oh, no, if you complain, you might lose access permanently. That's the cudgel that the NFL holds over the media, over local media. It just is. Juge, I feel like by, like, week five, the media, excluding Underhill, who's – just a uh, magician and works his ass off. Besides him, the rest of the media, they're going to have the same amount of access as us by like week five. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think the media will complain after about 12 hours, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the, the media complains about the length of games, right? They're like, oh, I can't turn in my article because the temperature the, the, of the press box. Yeah, it's like, when has football media not complained about anything? And things are so much worse now with COVID. Like, hello. (laughs) It's only going to get worse, right? Well, here's here's the thing. Somebody said, Kevin just said, horse, should I drop the ball? I hit the wrong button. Uh Here's the th- here's the thing too with the with the Rona, right? Is please just do it, just do it, just do it, please. It's horseshit ball carrying, I know that. Horseshit. Thank you. Uh, so here's another thing that I was thinking about. Look, they've canceled all the preseason games, and I know people on Twitter like to pretend that they don't like the preseason games, but I'm here to tell you I like the preseason games. We watch them; they get great ratings. Right. Is, I think the thing I've that got, the, I've I've got I've got mixed feelings on it. I mean, I I like watching the preseason games. I like you know, you know that, that when when, it, when, it, when I was like that's going to be a, we're going to get to this preseason. This was the preseason we were going to get to see Jameis Winston, quarterback, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. Okay, let's not fucking forget that. Like this is going to be the this is going to be the one chance where you were going to get to see Jameis Winston play quarterback for the black and gold. New Orleans Saints. Okay, so we're we're, we're not getting that now. Maybe gonna, ever. Maybe ever. Correct. You're not gonna you're not gonna see no. that. So that's that, well, first of all that's disappointing. But now as a season ticket holder, uh, somebody who going pays, going to the games is awful. Somebody who pay yes. Somebody who pays 
uh, a lot of money for his season. I'm, I'm about to get like eight hundred dollars refund for my <laughs> for two games. Like I'm about to get eight hundred dollars back. Are you uh, counting like like your for games that I wasn't even gonna go to? Are you counting like the beer on television and the parking? Are you counting like yeah, parking no, and investment. No. In- oh, Dave, he's Mister Mister Fancy Pantsy. Man, I, now I know why you said you were slumming you know, and you come up and sit no, with my mom. It's, like it's not eight hundred. No. Okay. Yes, they. Yes, they are. That's yes. No. Right. No. Preseason tickets are less now. You know, it's not amortized. Every game's not the same anymore. You know I that. know that. Yeah, but it's still like one eighty. So that's like per ticket. Yes. So that's like three sixty. All right, hold on. I'll, you guys talk. I'm gonna go see Dave if I can find go look at your him. tickets. I'm gonna That's go see if I can find an old preseason. Wait, hold on. Maybe but I can log a, into my. Here's a question. That's not accurate. That I was getting oh, to. No, it's it's fucking accurate. Okay, it's actually probably gonna wind up being more. It's probably gonna wind up. I'm I'm like I'm like lowballing it, and it's probably gonna wind up being more. I, well, hold I don't on. take into account <laughs> shit. All I take yourselves. into account is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take the into radical, account. The radical reconstruction period. Between 1865 and 1885 was neither radical nor reconstructive. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst uh, here, here, Dave goes sensationalizing and name dropping again. Here's, here's my other question that I wanted to get to, Kevin and Andrew, is with no preseason game and no uh, fans at practice to send us pictures of Emmanuel Butler making a catch against the air, is Saints Twitter – going to be like a thousand times less fun in August because we don't have preseason games to talk about. We don't have practice to get excited about Joe Boshi making a sack. Like I think Saints Twitter is going to be less fun than it's ever been for the preseason, and it makes me sad. Uh, less fun for the geeks. Jameis Winston could have thrown. We're, we're not going to get to see Jameis Winston throw five <laughs> I mean, yeah. interceptions in a like game. I got to have video to goof on, Andrew. I don't know, man. I, I I feel like this is worse for like the X's and O's. Like Emmanuel Butler might not make the team. He might not make it through waivers. Oh my God! You know, like how for those. Fu- how the fuck? How the fuck are they supposed to properly evaluate little Jordan Humphrey? I mean, what the fuck? Well, they're not going to evaluate. Well, it's, just... it, it's a it's a good thing he won't be your adopted UDFA son this year. I know. <laughs> Although, right. if you've been watching, so you know you know teams have been going down from 90 to 80, and the Saints haven't are, are not there yet. But I was watching this today. There's a couple teams, Arizona, and there was another team, and they they went from 90 to 80, and most of the guys cut were UDFAs. So here's my <laughs> really question. really bad year to be a UDFA. Here's my question for the chat for the chat room. Patrons interject. If you're not a patron, become a patron, and then your opinion will matter on this. Uh, if little Jordan gets cut when they go down from 90 to 80 and they make it official, do me and Dave need to have a breaking news podcast and pour one out for little Jordan if they if they cut? Obviously. Yeah. No Patrons, doubt. You get that kind of analysis from us. We're right on top of the ball. Um, but so, so you, so are y'all all in agreement with Andrew that I'm just being, I'm just being an old man fuddy duddy that training camp, it'll still be as fun as it ever was on Twitter. Uh, even though we don't have games and we won't be able to see uh vine. Well, they don't have vine anymore, but Twitter videos of, of players making random plays and practice because there'll be no access. Am I, are, you, are y'all all in agreement that I'm just being a fuddy duddy and, or, or, uh, a da- uh, what's the Saturday Night Live skit? The Debbie Downer. That it's going to be as fun as ever. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you... It, what do you is that, Pre-se- is that preseason the- sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I miss it. it sucks. Uh, for the most yeah. part, it does suck. I'm looking... It doesn't say how much each of each game is worth when I log in online. Yeah. Dave's which is a shame. Me. Dave is just pulling numbers out of the sky. To no, I am not. Take a dump uh, uh, on look, Andrew. I, I'm here for you. Dave, I'm here Dave for you. Dave just to take wants everyone to know how expensive his season tickets no. are. Oh my god. <laughs> my god. First, first of all, first of all, I'm telling you right now. Uh, again, my seats are being tarped over by the NFL, and I have not, I have not heard one word 
from anybody in the league office. I, I mean, anybody in the ticketing, which makes me believe like that they know that there's not going to be anybody going to the games and they're not even going to just bother even calling people with tarped over seats and, and what you, uh, trying to rehome What do them. you want when so you, when you I, see... I, 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 really and truly, I, I really don't think... I do not think f- and fans are going to be allowed at games at all this season. I haven't heard one, one word uh, from the ticket office about my seats that don't exist anymore. Do you want when you see your when you see your seat tarped over, Dave, and you're sad because you're not there, and you're like, "There's my seat, it's tarped over." I'm gonna, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a forty of uh, I'm gonna get some old English eight hundred. What ad, what what sort of ad do you want there? Do you want like like Manscaped? Blue Chew. Like, Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Do you want like do you want it to be really risque, like uh, OnlyFans? Wink, wink. Do you like what do you like do you, what do you want it to be on the tarp for the for the ad? Uh probably some dog shit IPA. <laughs> I want it to be here. Yeah, it's a, this is a good answer. So get me in my good graces. I want it to be uh, Crescent Crown distributing uh <laughs> distributing all the fine beer products uh all throughout southern Louisiana. Yeah. Jed Pendergrass seems uh, very excited about the OE reference. Jed, I expect you to be in the Discord channel posting pictures of your high gravity old English forty. Uh, so get on that. Well, was that a was that a New York thing? Like we used to go to. So we used to have this one place. Uh, no, it was like a red. It was like the a, answer is no. It was Why like a barn. has it have like these drive-through barns? You know where you you drive around the front. Where well, we had this one, and you used to drive, and you used to get you could get forties or twenty-twos. You get a forty of old English or. Uh, Dave, or have you have you ever heard of Edward Forty Hands? No, we were like fifteen years old. We used to drive. Kevin, drive. Up. You've never heard of Edward Forty Hands? No, I've heard of Edward Scissorhands. Kevin. Okay, well, Edward Forty Hands is where you duct tape two forties in each hand, <laughs> and you and you can't take uh, them off until you're done drinking both. All right, I it's, have I have heard of that. Okay, so that's like the oldest fraternity move in yeah. history, which every fraternity in America does. <laughs> and it's is that like the elephant walk? Have you heard of? Did you do the elephant walk? <laughs> <laughs> Soggy biscuit. No only. comment. Yeah. Saints happy are turned into frat frat talk. I wasn't even yeah. interested. Well, Here's my... anyway, old old English is the go-to. I mean, still reserve is quality. If yeah. you want to go lighter, Ice House is a nice choice. Uh, uh, but Snow those Creek are. Berry. You don't want to go the what? What's the Cobra one? Is it just Cobra? Yeah, hey, baby. That one is Boone's... rotten. Boone's you don't Farm. Want the cover. That was my go-to in college. Boone's Ooh, Farm. Snow Creek but here's my question, Kevin. Since the year is 2020, <laughs> why hasn't Mad Dog taken all their advertising budget and just plastered our TVs with the year of the Mad Dog? Like 2020, just like all the flavors. I'm you talking saying. about the wine? The fortified wine? Yeah, Mad Dog 2020. It'd be like... It's a great advertising campaign. And hey, if they want to sponsor this podcast, 32,000 downloads <laughs> a month. Yeah, Jed, and, Jed, good call. And, Court for, Colt 45 was another good 40. Yeah, sure. if, the four, if the 40 don't get you, the five will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I'm, before before we get to the Twitter questions, if we have any, so we can play the Take It to the Top song, what's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that's so complicated, you never use it. This is exactly the type of security system Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simple is safer. And it's exactly why Simply Safe is the home security system for right now, when feeling safe at home has never been more important. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your home 24 7. Order online with a click of a button. Open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. No technician or salesperson has to come and disrupt your house. You don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a two-year contract. 
Simply Safe was named best overall home security of 2020 by US News and World Report. And their 24/7 professional monitoring and emergency dispatch starts at 50 cents a day. Head to simplysafe.com/team and get free shipping and a 60-day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/team to make sure they know that our show sent you. Kevin had a story about uh, Al Scramuza, the king of Seafood City, uh, and it gives me an, an it gives me a reason to say he's got the Rona. Al, you got to beat the Rona because Al Scramuza from Seafood City is a New Orleans icon. One, we wanted to say that to him and give it, send him thoughts and prayers for anybody that deals with the Rona. You know it's a nightmare. But it also gives us, it gave me an excuse to rip this off of YouTube so I could play it. This is for all you New Orleans old heads. Hi, Dr. Scaramouche. I examined the crawfish. Oh, you all right? Oh, you nice. Oh, look at this. Oh, you nice. Oh, this is cardiac arrest. No good. Hey, brush your teeth, eh? Seafood City is a very Seafood City, 1826. I mean, so Kevin, tell the story. I just, but, but but mainly your story doesn't matter. I just wanted to play that. I'll probably play it again on the way out. But proceed. <laughs> Not a problem. We're just gonna edit out your story, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Cut it and post. The so for starters, that is the second best. New Orleans-based tune in a commercial behind Rosenberg. So 1825 Tulane. Tulane, right. Tulane. All right. So uh, Scramuza, I think after he retired, or by the was, way, I, I may, I may, uh, I may have a, a a disagreement with that. But go ahead, and then we'll talk about that. All right. So after Scramuza like retired or stepped down or took fewer. Uh, reduced his his workload at at seafood city he started to coach uh local baseball at johnny bright and who ended up on his team this guy (laughs) now mind you i am a perennial you know center left fielder you know you play in the league where they put four kids in the outfield because they know nobody's good enough to cover one whole section of the outfield by themselves. And I bugged Al Scramuza from the beginning of the season. Mind you, I was like 12 or 13 at the time, and I'm talking to like some 60, 70-year-old man, bothering this man. New Orleans icon. He would arrive to the time the game would end. Coach, you got to let me pitch. You gotta let me pitch. I've been working on pitch. I want to pitch. I can get it. I can get it done. I know how this ends. There were quality kids on this team that could throw really well (laughs) from the mound that probably could have gone on to do something in high school. I don't know. But they were good. You never pitched, you? You gotta put me in. You gotta put me in. The team I was on was shit. We finished... If there were six teams, we were fifth or sixth. If it was eight teams, we were seventh or eighth. It was that bad. Later in the season, I can't remember if we were barely winning or barely losing. Scramuza finally had enough of of 13, 12-year-old me (laughs) bugging the shit out of him and said, Held. Haven't we all been there? (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure this is the the plot to Rudy. You go pick. No, no, it's not. Nobody spoke up on my behalf, Dave. I assure you. I'm pretty sure this is Rudy. No, ain't nobody laying their jerseys on his desk for me. So he's like, "All right, hell, you gonna pitch the next head, the next inning?" I'm like, "All right, great." Brings me in. Actually, starts the inning. I'm in the outfield. I'm like, "Great, the coach just fucked me over again." First out gets reported. He waves the kid, uh, the, the pitcher out, waves me in from the outfield. Three eleven, three eleven year olds hit by pitch later, and that was the end of his career. Wrong. <laughs> I take, I take no pitching practice, none. I require no warm up. 
And let me tell you, this is going to be his Al, his Al Bundy story. (laughs) He threw four touchdowns, four touchdowns in a high school football. (laughs) Let me tell you, I struck out. I struck out the first batter. No way, no way. (laughs) I struck out the first batter. You want to know why? On three pitches. Going slower than anyone else in recorded history. (laughs) (laughs) Get the timing of the pitch right. I would be doing. I'd be behind the. You know, the ball behind the back, like, you know, oh, am I going to do a three a three finger or a two finger? Am I going to go a, a curve? What? It didn't fucking matter what the hell, how the hell I was holding the ball. It was slow as shit. You're like Al Leiter. Going across the plate, it might have broke the length of this can. That was it. Maybe. And motherfuckers couldn't hit it because they, <laughs> they were too impatient. They wanted to swing immediately. They I saw that meatball just throw. coming down the middle. So wait, did you strike him out on three pitches? I don't remember how many. It, it it wasn't. At no point was I in trouble with walking the guy. Like he struck out before there was any doubt. It, it was four or five pitches, maybe. There was no right. chance that he was going right, to walk. So we got two outs, and you struck out the guy. What what's next? Next guy comes up, sh- sh- swing and miss. No way. He finally times it. And he barely clips it, falls right back to me, first base. I retire the side. I run into the dugout like I just clinched game seven of the fucking NLDS. Right, like your Heraldo wrote. Yeah. The team is like, yeah, we go bat. Okay, great, whatever. I'm not batting. I have no chance of batting. Next inning starts. I'm like, all right, give me the ball, coach. I'm ready to take him out again. Nope. Hell, go back to the outfield. What are you doing? We got him on the ropes. Scramuza, get get back to the outfield. Uh, Career was done. I got two outs. I retired the side, and that was it. I struck a guy out, got a dribbler back to me, and my pitching career was over. Uh, Completely. That's a damn good ERA right there. It is. That's exactly. Zero, because zero John stats in a big binder for all the leagues, and they would bring it to every game. So when the next game rolled around, I literally went and grabbed the binder, opened it up, and I looked at the pitchers. Held. K. ERA. 0.00. I literally held up the binder in front of Coach Scramuza and was like, Coach! Like it was, like it was Simba. You, you also you're had like, a, it's you also Simba! Had a good, uh, fielding percentage, so you're up for Cy Young and Gold Glove. Yeah. I, look, I just get awards. That's the peak of your entire life. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I mean, that was it. That was the, that was the highlight of my athletic career right there, 12 or 13 years old. After that, right in the shitter. Hmm. I like how to you it's Coach Scramuza. Coach Scramuza. <laughs> he was the coach. I know. So coach, it, his kid was on the team. I can't remember. <laughs> Scramuza was in his sixties at the time. If he had a kid on the team, that might be a little dubious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, my dad was like forty-something when I was born. So he speaking was like speaking, of, was speaking of dads, mine just asked in the chat room, is Kevin even there tonight? <laughs> I've been telling the greatest story ever told. It's like Dude. it's like the natural for a moment of triumph for eleven year olds. It's, it's Rudy. It's Rudy. It's Rudy. Mm. It does so, feel a little Rudy ish. We got a couple of questions, so you know what that means. It's time to fire up the uh, the most divisive thing on this podcast currently. Yes. Love the open. So here's the first question. Ram checks 82 in the NFL countdown. Lattimore 76. Andrew, did they get it right? I mean, I would rank Ram check ahead of Lattimore right now. So I would say they got, that. Wrong. they got it wrong. I mean, Lattimore feels like a top 100 player, uh, but he's going backwards. You know, I would say he was probably top 50 as a rookie. And he's, so I, 76 probably feels about right, maybe a little high for him. 
Yeah. I would say, I mean, look, offensive linemen are always going to be criminally low just because they're not skilled players, but I would say Ramchek is probably better than where he's rated. Let's see. Uh, oh, this is a good question. Red pill or blue pill? That's a question from the uh, internet where they ask you, would you rather take, would you rather have the uh, red pill and have all the knowledge that you have now, but you give it to yourself when you're 10, or would you rather the blue pill where you get $50 million right now? Dave, what would you, what would you rather have? Uh, I'll take the 50 no, million. No, it's 45. Now. You jumped to 45. Okay, well, I'm not gonna, dollars. I'm not gonna quabble over five million dollars. I will take no anything eight. For, I'll take eight. anything over 40 million dollars right now. Thank you. I want to be 10. I'll take the knowledge that I, that I have now all the way back when I 10. I'll just make the 50 million, Dave, on gambling on fucking you, Saints games. Oh, you mean like like you get like knowledge about like everything. You get all your knowledge uh, now what? when you're 10. Like, you know who's going to win the race yes. and, the, and the Super Bowl and stuff? Ten knowledge and consciousness in your 10-year-old self. Yeah. Oh well, oh, well, I would take that. I thought you meant, like, just, like, you're more mature and no. you know how to talk to girls. No. No. <laughs> I'd be, like, no. fucking what? Biff in what? Back to the Future, man. In 10 why, years? Didn't you just say, why didn't you just say Back to the Future, Biff Tannen, get the <laughs> almanac? Why don't you just say and, that? That's all I need. Andrew, do you think... Do you think... Would you go back in time with the sports almanac so you could just <laughs> bet on all the sporting Well, you don't have it. It's in your brain. Here's my question, though. Andrew. Just say that, Ralph. Just say Andrew, that. you're as big a Saints... You have as much knowledge as me. Do you think you could remember Saints winning, losing, over-unders for the games... If you went back to your 10-year-old stuff, do you think you could remember, like, when you're, like, 14 and you want to gamble on the 1989 Saints, do you think you could remember all the outcomes to make money? Like, off the top of my head? Yeah. Uh, starting from, like, 1990, 1991, yeah. I think I could, too. Of course you could, because you're fucking uh, Saints Rain Man. <laughs> I don't need to know the spreads. I just need to know who won the games. Well, yeah, I mean the spread. I mean, gotta you, watch Wapner. Gotta watch Wapner. Gotta watch. Wapner. Well, I, I just need to know like how how close the game was and who won, right? Yeah, I Ooh, this is a good. This is a good question from Saints Rabbit, Kevin. Um, if you got to choose a moment in Saints history, not the Super Bowl win, that you would experience every day while stuck in Groundhog Day, what would it be? It'd be the, it'd be the NFC Championship game. That'd be no. Oh. no over the Super Bowl? No, you can't. No. Take, you can't choose the, the Super, Super Bowl. Oh, oh sorry. You, can't, like, you might as well just eliminate that entire playoff run, because otherwise, I would pick the the NFC Championship game. I, I probably, I might have cried more after the NFC Championship game yeah, than I did. Yeah, same. The Super Bowl, I cried, but I was screaming a lot more and just like utter euphoric. Like, I, don't you guys, I don't know. I don't know if any cried. I don't know if any of you guys feel felt this during the Super Bowl, but I actually felt a little sadness because I, I was feel like, emotion. I, I, I didn't want it to end. Like at the end of the Super Bowl, I, I mean, I was pumped and it was great to see them lift the Lombardi Trophy and everything. But I just remember kind of being a, a little somber because I was just like, it's over. Oh yeah. man, like I wanted to keep going. Like, like I guess this is it. You know, I don't know. It was such a magical season. So what that about was today? Week. Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's the wrong question. You, you scrap 2009 altogether. I think the real question is what is what game means the most to you outside of the 2009 season? And for me, it would be for me, it would be Hakeem dropped the ball. I, I just feel like when the oh, Saints no finally. Gleason, no Gleason block. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I would still go with 2000 because I just felt in that moment in the stadium like it was my whole childhood of my relatives, my relatives' friends, older people in New Orleans telling me my whole life lifetime that the Saints could never amount to anything, they could never win a playoff game, you know, and all the negativity that surrounded that. And then to break through that barrier in that moment was just, I can't even explain it. It was I like think... years, 
years of pent-up aggression just released. No. You know? I think my choice is the 2006 playoff game versus the Eagles. Because... Oh, the Deuce, the Deuce game. The Deuce game, they won. And, I mean, they were, people were happy, euphoric after the 2000 first playoff, when they were euphoric on a level that's just ridiculous after the NFC Championship game. But when they beat the Eagles and people were walking out the stadium, there was this joy, but people were looking at each other and they were literally saying to each other, the Saints are going to play to go to the Super Bowl. I don't believe this is happening. And it was just really cool and people stayed forever and didn't want to leave. It was just great. And I think if I had to li- relive a Saints moment over and over again in the Groundhog Day, I think, and I can't pick the Super Bowl, I think that's the one uh, Ralph, that I would pick. speaking of our insane memories, uh, if I can say one thing about that game that to this day kind of pisses me off, the Saints booked Steve Miller Band to play uh, – before the before kickoff, you know, in uh, Champion Square, so Steve Miller Band was like the pregame band, and they played "Fly Like an Eagle," and the Saints were playing the Eagles. And I just remember before that game, I'm sitting out there and I'm like, "Fucking either book a different band or tell them not to play this song." Like, what the <laughs> fuck, guys? Only you, as a band promoter and book and band booker. And like five the crowd is horrified as you. And you know, most yeah. Saints fans are like, yeah, great song, Steve Miller band. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm not, we do not want to fly like an eagle. No. Like, we're playing the Eagles in the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Playoffs. No. All right. So that wraps up the that show really, tonight. To this day, that really piss, that pisses me off thinking about it. Yeah. So. Thanks to everybody in the chat room for joining us. Uh, if you're not a Saints Happy Hour uh, patron, become a patron. Get at the $10 level. Get the booze bundle. Get access to everything. It's amazing. And you have player card that you get as a thank you gift. It's a random Saints legend. It could be Stanley Jean-Baptiste, Garrett Grayson, Ricky Jackson. You don't know. That's the fun of it. So thanks to everybody for joining us. Uh, for Kevin, for Andrew, for Dave. I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. Take us out, Al. Oh, this is cardiac arrest. No good. They brush your teeth. Seafood City is a very pretty. Down the road in St. Bernard. Seafood City, 1826. <laughs>